it should be no surprise to say, to observe the fact that we live in a very loud time and that's not made any better by how much we rely on social media. In this age of social media, we and the celebrities and other people that we idolize oftentimes portray an image of how we live rather than how we actually live, or more importantly, rather than how we're supposed to live. Someone might say, how I'm supposed to live? Well, how am I supposed to live? An easy answer to that is, know what you are, or more accurately, who you are. What is a human being? What is a human being composed of? And thus, you can come to the conclusion of, what is a human being meant to do? How is a human being meant to live? What fulfills a human being? Some people are aware of that. Some people are not aware of what a human being is, is and how a human being is meant to live. One of the most common things that people post on social media, or people engage in on social media, is the sharing of immodest material. Among many reasons why that's not a good thing to do, especially for our souls, it speaks to a negative pressure to seek attention, which becomes a desperation for attention that shows that we don't know who we are and what we're supposed to do about who we are. There are times when the human being wants to be heard for the sake of communication, and that's fine, obviously. Communication has to exist between human beings. Someone starts it, someone receives it, and that's healthy. There has to be some sort of communication, but there are times when a desperation for attention leads us to become lost in pride and the cheapening of ourselves by lowering our dignity as beings made in the image and likeness of God. Think of all the anxiety this causes. I'm sure many of us have experienced these things. I'm sure we know people that have experienced these things. This is something we often talk about in our youth groups because it affects the youth quite a bit. Thoughts like, I have to post myself wearing certain kinds of things. I have to post myself hanging out with certain kinds of people. I have to post myself hanging out in certain places. I have to, or else I'm missing something. Or else my life is less than the life of other people. Or else I won't be valued, or seen, or loved. I have to do these things. I have to look this way. I have to act this way. I have to sound this way, or else I won't be happy. Obviously, that's not how true love or happiness works. Being immodest in your presentation will not get you authentic love, will not get you authentic happiness. Sure, feels good for a temporary time, but that feeling passes away, leaving a hole that needs to be fulfilled again, leaving an empty feeling that needs to be fulfilled again. And on and on goes the cycle of seeking attention, immodestly. Now, obviously, the opposite of immodesty is modesty. 
And there's a certain kind of modesty, brothers and sisters, that St. Joseph shows us as the center point of the gospel that we heard today. And that is modesty of thought. There, the kind of modesty that we often talk about, that we often hear about, is modesty in appearance, which is crucial to the life of a healthy human being, and especially a faithful Christian. But modesty in thought is something we don't often think about, maybe. And St. Joseph teaches us a very big lesson on it today. Modesty of thought is when your own good or your own immediate comfort is not the priority that you have on your mind. It's not at the forefront of your concerns. Modesty of thought is where we see true love and happiness. And we see it in Joseph who's described in this gospel who's popularly known as a just man. A just man means that his vision is clear and balanced. He knows what a human being is. He is disciplined enough to know that he is a being created in the image and likeness of God, which means he has an intellect and a will, which means he has a mind and a heart that must be exercised to know and to choose what's good. Joseph is just also because he's modest in thought because he's willing to not seek attention, but give his attention to others for the sake of fulfilling God's will. He's willing to give his attention to others, to empty himself for others before being concerned with himself. This is one of the craziest things to, things to think about, and you can also apply it to Mary, but Joseph is chosen to be Jesus' foster father because he's acting like Jesus before having met him. He has embraced the virtue of self-giving love before knowing Christ. And thus he becomes a fitting pastoral figure, a fitting caretaker for the child and his blessed mother. Brothers and sisters, look at what happens when the father of a family lives this way. He's chosen to be the foster father of God-made flesh. That's very profound if you think about it. A human being. A human being like the rest of us. A human being that has chosen to embrace a virtuous life quietly, honorably, in a self-giving way, has been made worthy to become the foster father of God in the flesh. It's an example of doing your duty not so that you can seek attention, not so that you can be praised, but because it's the right thing to do, but because it falls in line with God's will, because it's truly what the human heart is made for, because it's truly fulfilling. Imagine if all fathers were like this. Imagine if all fathers sought to provide for their families, sought to do their duties to their families, but to do so quietly. To do so because it was, it's based on true love. True love which does not seek praise. True love which seeks to imitate Christ. True love which seeks the good of others. True love which empties self for the other. For the other. This is true love 
because it's freely given. A reward is not expected. This is modesty in thought, brothers and sisters. Anything otherwise will frustrate us. Anything otherwise will cause us, cause us to become lost. Anything otherwise will cause us anxiety, will cause us to wonder why our relationships are not functioning correctly. Especially for people in positions of fatherhood, people in positions of not just fatherhood, but any position where you're responsible for other people, mothers, older siblings, this is for everyone. St. Joseph is an example for everyone. Modesty and thought is something to be embraced by everyone. If you want to summarize the lesson that St. Joseph is, one of the lessons that St. Joseph is teaching us through his example in this gospel today, you can say this. Love is not about what you can get. It's about what you can give. And St. Joseph does that honorably. St. Joseph does that quietly. St. Joseph does that in a just way. St. Joseph does that with his vision fixed firmly on God. And because he loves God so much, he loves his neighbors that much as well. Brothers and sisters, St. Paul tells us that we're called to be temples of the Holy Spirit. Christ himself and the Gospel of John tells us that those who obey his commandments, that those who love him, will have the honor of him and his Father dwelling in them. That's quite the responsibility. That's quite the vocation. God to be dwelling in you. If we're called to be walking temples of God's dwelling, temples have altars. Sacrifice is offered in temples. And as St. Joseph was a walking temple of pure sacrifice, let us also embrace this vocation to be walking temples of pure sacrifice. Let us offer a modest sacrifice in, our, in the temple of our hearts, brothers and sisters, especially as we approach the Eucharist today. Amen.